Hello, my name's Thomas. This is the Non-Negotiables Podcast. It's Tuesday the 1st of December 2020. <clears throat> I'm recording this at 9.45, uh, a couple of days after the shambles at Wolves. And I'm just currently making some porridge. Some lovely oat porridge with some semi-skimmed milk, which I normally wouldn't have. I'd usually have some oat milk or some other alternative milk where they squeeze milk from the nuts. And then I'm going to add some peanut butter and I'm also going to add some clear honey to it. A little squeeze of honey to make it a little bit sweeter. I'm actually doing a lot better with the eating over the last day or two because I've had a big thing about trying to trying to get in the mindset of not having to eat as much and not constantly want to eat a snack here or a snack there. I need to get my protein and stuff. I just think, hang on. Just train your artist. Try and have some protein when you can. And try and get that feeling of hunger so you deserve the next meal. And yesterday it worked to an absolute, uh, an absolute dream. And so I'll be, I'll be doing that a lot more from now on. Anyway, so I'm going to... I'm going to do this podcast. My last podcast was the one um, on after the... Uh, the FA Cup final where we beat Chelsea which I'll go on to again later probably because it's pretty much the only decent thing to talk about um, well, the only thing that really brings me any happiness is thinking about that day really this year's been an absolute shit, shit show but I haven't done one and that, that podcast got 13 plays I say as I spat on my scales there that podcast got 13 plays. I don't know for the life of me whether that 13 plays just came from me because I listened to it quite a lot because I, I, um, I did a stupid thing about the referee talking in a Northern Irish accent. Um, which might come back later, I don't know. It depends how, how, how worked up I get. But this porridge is nearly finished now, which is good. Um, so what I'm going to do, I was going to quickly talk about and get my own thoughts. So I grab a bowl give you my own thoughts on what happened on Sunday night and, uh, and and how upset it made me and how frustrated I was and how how I how I had to try and take my own advice which I try and give to most people in my life that thing when things are not in your control you you must try your best not to let them bother you that much even though I, I, I it does bother me but I need to know that that will pass. And it has sort of passed because I've, I've done better with my eating today. So that's one of those things. It's life's little wins and little defeats. But for Arsenal, it's one big defeat after another. Well done, then. So now goes the honey. It's a nice meal, actually. I had this yesterday. I'm going to put a couple of nuts on there and some seeds. <coughs> it's um, it does it. It is slow release energy. It's not placebo effect. I think it actually works, which is which is great. I crush up the cashews. So I just wanted to just have a quick. Just wanted to say. I mean, just it was it was awful. I mean, the Wolves game it, when it kicked off. My my thoughts before the game were. It can't get any worse. It can't get any worse. You know, all these other shit teams you see play week in, week out, they make chances. They they take advantage of the best players that they have and they make passes and get shots off and their crosses meet heads in the box. 
and and you think that Arsenal, <clears throat> we've just won the FA Cup, you know, and we were playing a certain way. But even before that, when we played Newcastle, and we beat, we stuffed them, and we've played games where we've beaten teams and we've done well and we've made chances and we've done this. Um, We've made patterns of play work for us and we've done well and we've played good games and we've had a flowing attacking football and and we've had we've had games in recent memory which which were good which were good I've got a dog since the last podcast her name's Luna hello um so I went into the game thinking you know line up okay line up you know it's all right let's see how they play Let's see, they can't do any worse than they did against Leicester, but then we played Aston Villa and we did way worse. Actually, no, that's a lie. We got, we got, stuffed, we got stuffed by someone else, didn't we? I can't remember. I can't remember. We had been stuffed left, right and centre. We didn't think it could get worse as it was against Leicester. Then Aston Villa happened. Then we played shit against Leeds and got away with it. We should have been, we should have been thrashed about 3-0 in that game. Escaped Ellen Road, and if that if they had had their their fans there, it would have been a four probably three or four. I would have that would have been one of the games. Thinks Jesus Christ, we can't get out of here alive. And then obviously, Aston Villa was a complete shit show. And then yesterday, it was. It's crazy that uh, that teams come to the Arsenal, and. They think we'll win this. That they'll shoot themselves in the foot. They're not good enough. They won't be any problem to us. That's what's the embarrassing thing. Are we have just completely shrunk from Premier League giants? We're not giants anymore. We haven't been for a while in terms of winning trophies in the league, but we're a cup team. It seems like we're still in a cup team, which. If we win the FA Cup this season, if we beat Newcastle in the third round and keep going on to it and win the Cup, that'd be brilliant. And I'll be I'll be as elated as the next person. But, but it's just absolute madness. I mean, we were absolutely awful from back to front. I mean, Leno couldn't really do too much. And the fact that Wolves didn't completely went off in the second half saved his blushes. Because the second goal, you know... He couldn't. He, surely he can get something else going. I'm surely he could back it out a little bit further. But no, that was absolutely pubes. And going through the defence, I mean, Gabriel, Gabriel has come into this team. He looks streets ahead of everybody else. Everybody else behind him. You've got Mustafi and Socrates and Callum Chambers and Rob Holding and Mavropanos. And all of them are behind him, sort of thinking, oh my God, he's great, isn't he? He's absolutely brilliant. He's not even the best defender in the league, but he's so much better than those fucking idiots who come before him. They must be thinking, Jesus Christ, he's good. He's making us all look terrible. And we can't even get in the team. David Louise is, 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 is the most confident man in the world, and he still plays shit, but doesn't, 
you know, doesn't let anybody, you know, whatever. <laughs> all coming in and they go, guys, Gabriel, you coming in, you're brilliant. You, you've scored a couple of goals this season. You're great. You've had man of the matches on, man of the matches on, man of the matches. Even when we lose and draw games, you've been great. You block the ball, you intercept, you head it out. You're big, you're strong, you're brave. You want to try and pass it, but we don't want to try and pass it to you. We make, he look good, but he, they, we are trying to make him look crap. Which is probably the tactic to make sure nobody else buys him. Because if somebody's got their head screwed on, they'll buy that guy. And he'll say, thank you, I'll have my bag, see you later. But he's actually signed to a 2025, so he's staying. You know, without a decent enough fee. He's going nowhere. So he's going to stay in this cesspit. Because, and Kieran Tierney, I mean, God bless me, tries his best, but he's not getting any help whatsoever. Rob Holding, when he came on, was absolutely terrible. He's got absolutely zero, zero pace. I mean, a lot of players get skinned by the Wolves forwards. They do. Lots of players get skinned by those players. But the difference is a good defender will be in the right position before the sprint takes place. And he just is always way too high and gets completely... He just gets his pants pulled down completely down to the ground. It's ridiculous. Hector Bellerin. Hector Bellerin is... Oh, I don't know what's going on with Hector Bellerin. Sometimes he has a decent enough game, but... Yesterday, when he lost the ball, he had to sprint back and block his own mistake. I mean, you shouldn't have to be doing that. That should be like last-minute stuff. We should be losing it like that in the first place. Idiot. The midfield is absolutely criminal. Willock. I don't know, what, what What does Willock do? What does he do? Does he drive with the ball? I'll, he gets the ball and runs a bit and then loses it. He had one run where he ran a free kick where Willie Bolly fouled him and got a booking. But it's just he, he doesn't do anything. The step up to the Premier League from the Europa League is, abs- oh, is absolutely massive. And he's just showing that he's, just, he's not ready yet, is he? He's not ready yet in that, in that way. Oh, excuse me. Get away from that. Cheeky girl, might shock you. All these pl- and 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 he gets the ball and runs with it and doesn't do anything. It'd better if he got off the off the defence off the back four and run with it. That ain't happening. He just looks like a, a boy in a man's game, well out of his depth. And he looks strong and he looks powerful. He looks confident against Dundalk and Mulder and Rapid Vienna. Yes, he does because they're shit teams. And he scores a goal and he's great and oh, he's, he's, got, he's got loads of goal involvements in the Europa League but it's because they're rubbish. It's because they're rubbish. They're championship level. They're League One level. They're awful teams. And Granit Xhaka and Sabahis in the middle. How the fuck did they win us the, the FA Cup with those two in midfield? It was beyond me because Gar- Granit Xhaka... Granit Xhaka. I mean, I kept looking at it. It's awful. He's that awful player that dawdles on the ball, looks for a pass... And regardless of whether there is a pass on or not, he will pass it backwards and complain and throw his arms up and, and complain to the people in front of him for not being in space. Because they've, they've stopped making runs. Aubameyang's probably stopped making... Granit Xhaka did one good pass against Fulham at the start of the season where he put Aubameyang in. It was a lovely pass. A great weight, floated over the back four Fulham. But they're shit anyway, so it doesn't really count. He has got some vision, but... He doesn't have any at the moment. 
He just goes backwards and throws his arms up and shouts at the people in front of him and just plays it back to Gabriel. He's probably thinking, will you stop giving me the ball? Gabriel's probably thinking, stop giving me the ball because I've had it. Like I've had the most touches out of anybody in the game and I, stopped, I just want to defend. Just fuck off. Just leave me alone. You know? And it's just... Ceballos going out to the right-hand side. Looks like he's playing right-back sometimes. He just can't affect the game out there because he's not good enough. He's not in a team that's good enough. When he's in the Spanish under-21s at the under-21s tournament, he looks a streets ahead because he's better than all of them. But he's not in that level yet. He can't dictate a game as often as he probably wants to. And it's just it's, it's piss poor from Danny uh, Ceballos. He's given too many instructions. And he's just being played out of position. It's just incredibly bad. Moving to the forward line, Saka, I love Saka so much, he looks fucked, he looks burnt out already, he's played all these games for Arsenal, he's played all these games for England, he's like 19, he looks burnt out, he just looks cooked, he looks done, he just looks like he just needs a rest, he just wants Christmas to come by, he's just, he's so, he just, he's knackered and it's all this expectation, he's on Saka, to produce, and he's so young, and he can do, and he is probably our best player. He's our most influential player. He is, but he needs a rest. He looks absolutely buggered. And Willian, that's that's a candidate for worst transfer of the season. Because if he's this crap now, what's he going to be like in two to three years? Well, no one's going to fucking buy him. No one's going to take his wages. So that's a stupid transfer. That's up, you know, 100 grand. We'll pull out 5 mil at least down the pisser. I guess, thank God, he didn't actually cost a transfer fee, but that's besides the point. And Aubameyang up front is... Aubameyang, why don't we look at the way that Dortmund played? Why don't we look at the... The same way Dortmund played when um, he was smacking in all them goals. Why don't we watch how they played, how they set up and how they moved? Because I think they played a 4-2-3 one, or at least a 4-3-3. They played the same, they played the same <coughs> thingy, formation. I, don't, I can't remember the last time we had a proper counter-attack. Everyone just sits in against us. It's such an easy, easy, easy tactic. You set up against Arsenal, everyone's in a blah, blah, low, deep block. Whatever you come and <coughs> you come and break us down, because they know we can't. And it's embarrassing. They've seen our cards. They've seen our cards, and they said, "No, you ain't gonna. You're not gonna win this because you're not good enough." You put in your thirty-six crosses. Only three of them met their target. Thirty-six. Is that a twelfth? I believe that's a twelfth. A twelfth. One in every twelve. No, yeah, one in every 12. <laughs> every 12 crosses, one of them finds a head or, or an Arsenal shirt. And we're, we're putting in 36 crosses. I bet Dortmund never played uh, 36 crosses in a game when they were playing um, in that, um, whatever, 2015, 14, wherever it was, where he banged in and outscored Lewandowski. They probably played in a way where they, they played against, they played how teams play against Arsenal. They defend well, they defend compact, they're solid. They ask the team to come on and see if they can break them down. And then as soon as they win the ball, 
They sprint and they sprint with purpose and they keep the ball. The most important thing, even when you play five-a-side, you keep the ball. If all of your team are flooding forward, you have to keep the ball. Because if one of you messes up and loses the ball, gets tackled or is it, their pass is intercepted, you're fucked. Which is mostly what happens to Arsenal when we're on a counter-attack. God knows when that actually is. We all flood forward. Bamiang's going. Pepe's going. Willian's going. Sabahos is going. Even Xhaka's on his bike. Saka's going as well. We're flooding forward. And then the second pass in, somebody fucks up. And immediately half the players are out the game. Because of that fuck, that, that's the thing. This, the, uh, the patterns of play need to be pinpoint if you're going to do that. Because then you're just susceptible and vulnerable to everything, all sorts. So, Aubameyang, it's just, we're not playing to his strengths. The, the, the guy, how anyone can get on his back is beyond me. Because the guy has been incredible for the Arsenal. He has been no, nothing short of miraculous with the amount of goals that he's producing for the severe lack of chances. And what is happening this season so far is just a mirror reflection of what happened last season with the results, but just if you take away Bamiang's goals. Last season, we had the same shit going on. Remember, there was the Aston Villa game, and there was the Tottenham game where he got the equaliser, and, and the other winners that he scored. I was thinking, do you know what? If you take his goals away, we're absolutely fucked. I really hope this doesn't ever happen. And it's come to reality the very same, sorry, the next year going on. We've just got shit result after shit result, and Aubameyang's goals have not bailed us out. We played shit last season, but we had a striker there who didn't make a chance and get out of that chance and finish it. And unbelievably, oh, excuse me, Emery's team, Emery's team had enough about them to actually make a few chances. But this season, it's just been an absolute shit show. We can't even make any chances for it. I'd love to see his expected goals. I bet his XG for this season is probably nothing. It's probably like probably like zero point one, zero point zero nine, maybe something like that. It's incredible. But the game against Wolves was just uh, uh, predictable, um, frustrating. Um, the feeling of apathy is is almost pulsating through me daily. It's one of those things where. It's a sad time and it's a dark time at the Arsenal. But I back the manager. I back him. And he's been unlucky. And he has won the FA Cup. He's convinced Martinelli and Saka and Aubameyang to re-sign contracts. Thomas Partey has signed. <coughs> Excuse me. Thomas Partey has signed and of course he's injured. Of course he's in. He plays three games for the Arsenal, 45 minutes, he's injured already. He'll be injured for another four weeks. He'll probably miss the entire Christmas period. That'd be brilliant. Um, and Gabriel. And he's won the FA Cup. And he's had to go through coronavirus. And no fans in stadiums. And there's the lack of, lack of money coming in. Actually, no, that isn't really relevant. And the fact that he's in his first job as a manager. And he's done brilliantly. He won the Charity Shield as well. He's done really, really well. And some things are going against him. But what cannot be excused is the performances at the moment. That's the only thing that can't be excused. It's the performances, the lack of fight, the lack of ambition, the way he's handling man management and the media. I think he needs to back his players a little bit more and he needs to inspire them and get something done to inspire this set of players and train them on the training field and give them these patterns and give them these tactics and give them the rope 
to go out and attack the other team and see if they can fucking score a goal because it's been severely lacking. And Wolves was a joke, and all the best to Raul Jimenez. It was a sound was sickening. I was going to go through the results this season because obviously I haven't been made a podcast for ages, but I do have a Twitter. It's called it's um, at Tom Samba Six. Don't ask me why I've, why I've written that. Uh, Community Shield. We won five uh, four on aggregate after a one all draw against Liverpool, and that was brilliant to win the Community Shield. It's absolutely fantastic. We played really well. El Nani looked great. Bamiang's goal was absolutely fantastic. It was a brilliant game. It was a fantastic game. They obviously scored. Minamino hadn't scored his, had scored a goal for Liverpool. Of course he comes on as a substitute against Arsenal and then he gets his goal. Of course. Uh, that's always going to happen. If you need a goal and you haven't scored one ever for your team, or just ever anyway, then we will, we will give you that goal. We, we will do it. We'll give you it. We'll give you the platform to, to rise like a phoenix from the ashes after dying when all of your bird friends deliver your ashes to uh, Heliopolis in Egypt. That's what the phoenixes do. They go to the burial ground where the first phoenix was ever born. Anyway, so that was... Come on, you. Let's have a little sit, shall we? Let's have a little sit down, you beautiful girl. Just sitting with my dog. Um, so that was great. We won the cup. Well, it was a bit of a pony cup, but it's, you know, it's a little trophy. It's not the FA Cup style but, you know, it's, it's still a trophy. There you go, sit down. Next game, first game of the first game of the Premier League season couldn't have gone any better. Uh, Willian um, with the Mkhitaryan three assists on his debut disease. Well, two I think he got credited with, but we beat the Fulham three 0 Great goal, <coughs> An unbelievable goal. The, the, it seems like the only goals that we can score uh, are goals from the back. There was a one uh, Liverpool in the Community Shield and the one against Fulham the very next game. And they got shown and they were sort of lauded. The amount of times Arsenal's Instagram and Twitter posted these goals. Saying, oh, look at this goal. Look how, look how Tierney and Maitland-Niles are the same exact places. Yeah, that's fantastic. But if we only do that twice a season, when there's 38 games plus another, what, 10 or so in the Europa League, plus the, all the cup games, then that's not good enough. And I remember Lacazette bundled a goal in, Gabriel scored from a header, and Aubameyang scored a quality goal. It's, it, was a, it, was a, it, was, it was Fulham away. Fulham away, it's, it's, it's peanuts, it's easy. Everyone's going to get quite a few goals against Fulham this season. Move on. Excuse me, Arsenal versus West Ham. I was in Swansea. I was in Swansea for this game. It was the, the evening kickoff, And all I remember from this, Lacazette scored a, scored a good goal. It was a header for a cross from Aubameyang. A, a cross that actually went in, I can't believe it. Uh, but other than that, uh, Eddie Nketiah scored a goal. Saka played two mind-blowing passes that made the two goals. We had two chances, we scored them both, and West Ham should have smashed us about 4-2 because the amount of chances they had was incredible. And Antonio was a bit of a problem. He, uh, he, he was running right against us. Very lucky to win that. Very, very lucky. Arsenal-Leicester in the Community Shield. No, the Carling Cup, the League Cup. Um, now called the EFL Cup, apparently. Uh, I watched the highlights, listened to it on the radio. From what I hear, uh, Reese Nelson was very good. Um, and we got two very lucky goals, really. I think one of them was an own goal, and, and then Eddie and Ketty got the world's just like most gimmiest goal. It was it was piss poor, but uh, they didn't. Leicester looked pretty toothless. We both had second string teams. They just they don't they don't fear us anymore. So move on. Uh, Arsenal three one against Liverpool. Right, the Arsenal game away that wasn't too bad. 
because that's what we we were a small team. We play like a small team. So these when we go up against the big teams. It's like when it's because we're so we've been starved of points against the big six for so many years, especially in away games. Playing like a little small team, it looks like we're making progress, but we're not. We should be. We're the Arsenal. We should be going toe to toe to these teams, but that's not the case because we're not good enough at this current moment in time. And Liverpool have recently won the Champions League and they're league champions, so they're possibly the best team in the whole of the world at the moment. Without being silly, and we went to their went to their place, got incredibly lucky. Because Robbo, Robbo, Andrew Robertson fucked up the clearance and went straight to Lacazette and scuffed it in and it wobbled in. <coughs> wobbled in like a space hopper with a little bit of weight on one, one side rather than the other. And then I think they immediately scored after that, Sadio Mane. And then after that, I can't remember who scored their second goal. It was probably a penalty or something. And then, and then Diego Jota scored in the last minute. But at 2-1, Ceballos put this lovely ball through to Lacazette exploited their high line and he fucked up and he missed it and, and Lacazette is, 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 is I, I used to, a couple of seasons ago I used to love Lacazette when he was player of the season in Unai Emery's first season he scored about 16 goals he already had his shirt tucked in and his shorts were a little bit higher and his boots looked good he always had gloves and he always looked super smart looked very wicked nice beard he shaved his hair off he looked the part he was scoring goals and he was a menace and since then since then he has been Average. So average, it's been unbelievable. Um, next game, we play Liverpool again at their place. So I don't think we probably even went home at that stage. Uh, a nil-nil, uh, community, a League Cup game and then one on penalties. It's possibly the most boring game so far. Nothing much to say about that. We luckily went through. Probably should have lost that, but we were just awful. Arsenal versus Sheffield. I went to, uh, went to watch this game. Not at the Emirates, obviously, but I watched this game. And uh, that game, <coughs> that that two one, we played well. We had a couple of very good goals. Saka's goals, lovely interplay in the on the box. I can't believe we we did we played that game on the fourth of October, and admittedly it's about two months later. But we haven't built on that at all. We haven't tried any of that, any interplay on the on the on on the edge of the box to get in. I remember Neni and Abameng linked up and put Bellerin in. Bellerin put a nice cross and Saka popped it in. It was a lovely, lovely goal. Really nicely worked. It was great play because Sheffield United, I mean, uh, we barely beat Sheffield United and they've lost nine, drawn one this season. So I can't believe it. Strange. And I know Pepe's goal was a one-two on the just inside their their air and he, he just sprinted the entire way and slotted it bottom corner. It was a great goal. It was a great goal. <clears throat> and and then Sheffield got one back, and then it was very close, snatching a draw against us. So the literally the worst team in the league, we scraped a victory, which is, which is piss poor. Man City versus Arsenal again, they weren't great. They didn't have De Bruyne playing, and it's just, they weren't one that up. <clears throat> Our head sort of dropped. We had a couple of chances, we missed the chances as we usually do. We're not clinical this season at all. We're not even in the clinic. We're not even anywhere near the clinic, and then. And then I think towards the end, I think they were sort of just passing it around. There's never like, oh, Arsenal, throw the kitchen sink. Oh, my God, Arsenal, they're battering the door down. They've got to get one. They've got to get one, surely. No, none of that. None of that. It's very timid. We're very timid. Uh, Rapid Vienna. We went 1-0 down. Uh, Bert Lano had a day to forget. He was absolutely pubes. Um, but then Aubameyang and Bellerin actually came on to save the day. I think Pepe put a ball in for uh, Louise, who headed in. And also a nice finish. I think it was actually was it El Nenny put a pass in for Bellerin who slotted it home, uh, slotted it across to 
to Bamiyang, I think that was right. And that was Thomas Partey when he first came on and he was he, he looked mustard, he looked brilliant. Um, Arsenal Leicester, I mean this was just I don't really want to talk about this, this was just criminal. I mean just everything that you could in Arsenal versus Leicester bingo, Arsenal trying to attack but fail. Leicester springing on the counter attack. Leicester bring on Jamie Vardy who scores the winner. Arsenal look depressed. Bingo. Next game, Arsenal 3, Dundalk 0. Uh, not really much to talk about there. We had a shit first half and then just smashed the lights out of them in the second half, I think. Actually, no, it was towards the end of this first half. And then, we, then Pepe scored that goal. What was that against Mulder? I can't remember. Anyway, the next game, Man United away. Great game. Great game to watch. Obviously very tense. We had two shots the entire game. Played a bit like a small team, but we needed that. Hadn't beaten Man United in 14 years at Old Trafford. Hadn't beaten a team... For five years in the top, the top, uh, the top six, and everyone's giving it large about Man United being way lower on the table than us. But look at us now, well done Arsenal, well done for consistently making yourself look like a twat. But great to get that monkey off our back. That was the last good thing we ever we actually did. Mulder four one at the Arsenal at the Emirates Stadium. Pretty routine. This might have been the Pepe goal. Let me just double check. Yes, this. Oh, hang on. Oh, we had two own goals. Oh, yes. Oh, no, hang on. No, that wasn't. No, Dundalk was the other one. This one was the one where you put it in the bottom corner. That was a good goal. Yeah, routine. Mulder weren't anything to shout about. We had two own goals, which is very funny. Uh, Arsenal, nil. Aston Villa, three. This was a, a low point. This was a low point. This was a very low point. Within the first minute, they'd scored a quality goal. Ruled off. And then we just didn't learn our lesson. They just gave us a schooling. Gave us an absolute schooling. I can't believe we got... And then Party got injured at half... But, but, he, I don't think, he probably wasn't even... He probably wasn't even fit. He'd been taken off half-time and we just looked... We crumbled. Crumbled like a biscuit in the sun. Leeds, nil. Arsenal, nil. Criminal game. They should have smashed us about 4-0. It was absolutely incredible how bad it was. Um... Saka had a chance to win the game. If we if we had slotted that if we if Slacker had, if Lacker if Saka had slotted that away, on the breakaway, it would have been the the biggest injustice for Leeds. We were awful, and and Pepe, I don't know what was going on with that. I mean, I don't know if he wanted to show a little bit more fight, and it's just idiot Alioski winding him up, and he just took the bait and fell for it, and, and gave him didn't even very good headbutt. If you're gonna headbutt someone, at least smash their nose, for Christ's sake. Mulder nil, Arsenal three. Nice game to watch. Nice game to watch. Not a great first half, but the second half, Pepe having a, he has a point to prove. He just looked great. He looked great. Nelson looked great. We all looked full of energy. If we played in the champ, if we played in League One, we'd have a, we'd have a scream. It'd be brilliant. Playing in League One, smashing teams left, right, and centre all the time. God, it'd be great. But he looked brilliant, and he he get he had a, did a really really nice. Um, he had a good game and then come to Wolves I've just already spoken about that absolutely incredible another one I think it's, it's like a game of bingo every time every time it is you know Arsenal are toothless and can't get a shot off Arsenal was shit Arsenal were rubbish um, <laughs> that's the game really mate rubbish and then what we've got Arsenal versus Rapid Vienna coming up on Thursday the 3rd of December. 
Rapid Vienna at home. Nice to see Pepe, nice to see the kids. Probably quite a nice game to watch. Um, looking forward to it, weirdly. <laughs> and then um, Tottenham versus Arsenal on Sunday, half past four kickoff. Arsenal bingo for that one. God, Harry Kane penalty, yes. Human Sun scoring. Spurs early goal. Arsenal having more possession. Oh, oh, I don't think I'll even watch. Oh, I will watch it. I will watch it. I don't know what I'm saying. Of course I'll watch it, but... I'll watch it, but... I'll probably watch it through gritted teeth and behind a pillow behind the sofa because that's going to be scary. But if there's one game... If there's one game that you need... It would be ideally be Tottenham at home, but we got Tottenham away. This is our biggest game ever at the moment. Biggest game of the season. Tottenham away. They just, they've just got to get in the mindset of we need to kill these people. We need to kill them. We need to mash them all over the pitch. We need to rest up. Nobody who's going to play against Tottenham should be playing on Thursday. Nobody. Everybody needs to be zoned in. They need to be focused, they need to be they need to know their man, they need to know their position, they need to know their job, and they need to do it. And they need to take no prisoners and they need to <coughs> complete their mission. They need to take their job, their responsibility, and they need to take their man and kill their man on Sunday over and over and over again. Be stronger than them, be faster than them, be harder in a tackle. Every tackle that you make, you need to get the ball and get the ball hard. And you just need to mark everyone you need to mark. Every, every free kick, every corner, your concentration needs to be red hot. Because this team, Tottenham, think they're the best. And they're top of the league at the moment. So it's no better time to go to their place and take three points off them. Are they going to do it? Are Arsenal going to do this? I very much doubt it. Excuse me. We're not going to do it, I don't think. I don't think we're going to get anything from them. Which is a big shame. But. Who knows? Who knows? What do you think, Lou? What do you think, bub? Come on. Come here, you. Come here. I'm not even dressed yet. Where's your collar? So, I mean, just Arsenal is just in a dark, dark time. A dark, dark time. And I think I, I've, I've been thinking this for a while. It's not this season, it's next season. After this season, the whole Ozil hoodoo goes. Mustafi, Socrates, that hoodoo goes. All those players are off their contracts. And we move on from there. It's just, will Mikel Arteta last that long? I don't know. I just don't know. But, Twitter, at TomSamba6. I've been talking on there. Thank you for listening. It'll probably be just me and my friend Joe, but that's fine. Take care, guys. Adios.